0: Every sector of our lives is pretty much pretty much under construction. Family, under construction. Career, under construction. Relationships, under construction. Emotions, I know mine live under construction. Finances, under construction. We might as well be under, under construction, construction together. Welcome to Under Construction with your girl Tamar Braxton. Now, I hope y'all listened to me a few weeks back when I advised y'all to grab your Mother's Day gifts because... If you are still trucking around here giftless, I'm going to let you know right now a Mama's Day card ain't going to make it in time for Mother's Day. Okay, The mail is running extra super slow and all the procrastinators doing a full court press right now to make magic happen. So I hope that ain't you. I'm talking to somebody, but I hope it ain't you. Okay, I mean, for real, I feel like Mother's Day is that one occasion when everybody should straighten up and fly right. Right. I mean, that goes for the kids, the husbands, the baby daddies, everybody. Don't bring the woman in your life drama on Mother's Day, y'all. Like that's a whole oxymoron if you ask me. Well, check this out. May is also Mental Health Awareness Month. And I think it's safe to say, if you're subscribed to the Under Construction Podcast, then you know how near and dear mental health awareness and acceptance means to me. And everybody hold up, side note, if you ain't subscribed to Under Construction, go on ahead and hit that subscribe button, okay? Okay, let's go back to what I was saying. So every week throughout the month of May, I'm gonna share a mental health statistic. For instance, did you know that one in Five adults in America experience mental illness. Yeah, let me run that back to you again. One in five adults in America experience a mental illness. That means that's you sitting in the chair and count four people and the person in the fifth chair, chair, they're going through the same thing. Okay, so guess what? We all in the same gang. How about that? (laughs) Now, look, that is why it's important for us to grant ourselves and others grace. And we really got to fall back on passing judgment. Please. Okay, so now that we're invested in our mental knowledge, let's bless our spirit with our weekly affirmation. Y'all, this has become my favorite part of the show. Here we go. I'm not perfect, but I'm exactly where and who I'm supposed to be in this moment. Oh, baba, oh, God, oh. ta-ha. Let me run that back real quick. Did that just bless y'all? Okay, let me run that back. I am not perfect, but I'm exactly where and who I'm supposed to be In this moment. Now, have y'all ever felt like you're not where you think you should be? Well, today's affirmation is reminding us that even in our times of struggle, grief, loneliness, and trials, we are exactly where we need to be. Yes, baby, you are right in that spot where you are supposed to be. It is ordained, okay? But there's a lesson that's going to lead our blessing, okay? Amen, somebody. Somebody pass the plate. Mm-hmm. Blast the prophet. Blast the prophet, okay? All right, everybody, let's speak this affirmation one more time. I'm not perfect, but I'm exactly where and who I'm supposed to be in this moment. And that's that on that. All right, everybody, today on Tamar's Takes... Should you feel bad if you want to spend Mother's Day alone? Please don't judge me for this one because, y'all, Mother's Day as a single mother hits a little bit different over here. Okay? I know because I've been on both sides. When me and my baby daddy was together, we spent Mother's Day as a family. And the gifts would arrive. It was like a second birthday. So, listen, in full transparency, do y'all ever just feel like, I just want to have... A free day. Or Mother's Day. Like, don't y'all think like the daddy should take the kids and let me just get my life doing nothing? I think it's selfish for the daddies to leave your kids at home on Mother's Day. Like, I want to say, hey, how y'all doing? Praise God. Bring me breakfast. Won't he do it? (laughs) Now, bye. Okay? And that's not shade. That is Mother's Day. Mother's Day is supposed to be spent how the mother wants to spend it. Okay? So, don't go planning nothing for me without asking me, hey, pumpkin, what you want to do for Mother's Day? Ding, 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 nothing. You know what I'm saying? Because on Father's Day, the fathers do not like being with their kids. Period. Say I'm lying. No. So on Mother's Day, we would like the same treatment in this bitch. <laughs> now, I know I can't be the only mama who's had these thoughts, but if I am. All right, I'm going to keep it a thousand. Thou. Hey, Baby, it is all me. All right, y'all, it's time to tap into that Keep It A thousand Thou Inbox and pull out a few questions for you, girl. Let's see what we got today. Tamar, how do I stop being jealous in my relationship? I find I'm always comparing myself to Instagram models my man follows on IG. and thinking I fall short because I want to be the finest female he's ever seen. How do I stop being insecure so I don't self-sabotage again? I mean, it's simple. Don't be insecure. Oh, <laughs> I mean that's really all it boils down to and you know I get it look I'm a female too right and if a dude I was dating had a whole bunch of Instagram models first of all let me just give you this disclaimer they all got filters ain't none of that shit real okay they might look like a nightingale on the screen but they do look like Princess Fiona at night in person okay and what I was saying is sometimes looking at you know, your man or your boyfriend or whoever look at other Instagram models can make you insecure. Like, why are he looking at that? Is that what he like? I don't look like that. But I just say simply ask the dude. Boom. Why are you looking at that? Is that what you like? Y'all got to be, listen, y'all better stop being afraid to open your mouths and asking these dudes these questions. And stop being afraid these dudes going to pack up and go. Because if they're going to pack up and go, they're going to go. So tap him on the shoulder. Hey, pumpkin. Now, don't be confrontational. You know what I'm saying? You got to watch your approach. Hey, Pumpkin, how's it going? <laughs> yes, he's able. Mm-hmm. Um, Why are you looking at these models on IG? Do you think that they're attractive? Do you wish that I looked like that? Because that's not who I am. Boom. And see what his answer is. I bet you he's just looking just to be looking because, you know, guys are nosy. They're nosier than us. Okay, so you know, you got to stop putting yourself in those Instagram models category and accept yourself for who you are. And that is really just the bottom line. You are you, period. Love you. Okay, question number two. Hi, Tamar. I'm recently divorced and would like to maintain an amicable relationship with my ex for the sake of our children. Do you have any advice for a newbie or precautionary things to watch out for? His personality, narcissist. Mine, peacekeeper. Why? Oh. (laughs) Girl. (laughs) No. Now, this is hard because you call him a narcissist and then you call yourself a peacekeeper. When if he, in fact, is a real narcissist, then you're not a peacekeeper. You are abused. (laughs) And so you want to keep the peace to keep your narcissist calm and I think that's what you're asking me. How do I keep my narcissistic ex-husband calm? Well, you can't (laughs) because he's going to be how he is going to be. You have to do research on narcissists and how they act and why they act that way and just be you and do you. You know what I'm saying? It's never going to be amicable. You're never going to have an amicable relationship with a narcissist. That's never going to happen. You're never going to win. You really do, honestly, you know, how I figure you have to deal with a narcissist is cut them off. And let it be about your kids. Set boundaries to a narcissist. Y'all know the, the signs when you go to the zoo? Don't feed the animals. Well, it's a fact in life. Don't feed the animals. A narcissistic person is an animal. They're an animal. You cannot tame them. Don't feed the animal. No, it's never going to be amicable. And you, Miss Peacekeeper, are never going to gain control over this narcissist. It's never going to happen. He's always going to be overpowering. He's always going to be a narcissist. And that's that on that. Okay, so set your boundary. Text him only about your kids and leave it at that. That is not your friend. If he was your friend, he'd be your husband. Ah! (laughs) Amen. (laughs) And amen. Well, (laughs) I hope y'all like the relationship advice I'm spitting today Cause y'all keep showing up With these relationship questions Like I'm in a successful relationship Y'all tried it (laughs) If you use any of my suggestions I mean I would really like to know How things turned out I don't know Maybe I'm a relationship specialist Who ain't got no man (laughs) <laughs> well, look, I just really hope keeping a a thou is not only entertaining, but beneficial. All right, everybody, if you'd like to have your questions answered during an upcoming episode of Under Construction, shoot your girl a note to ucwithtamar at gmail.com. That's the letters ucwithtamar at gmail.com. Look, child, I ain't got all the answers, but you can count on me to always keep it a thou thou. Now, up next, we're going into the blueprint. This is the blueprint. Come on, y'all. Let's go. Yeah, they say nothing compares to a mother's love. And I am so blessed to have such an amazing, beautiful, blessed, and God-fearing woman as my mama. You know her as Evelyn Braxton. I know her as my mom. The woman is responsible for giving birth to six talented children. Me, of course. Miss Tony Braxton, Trina Braxton, Tracy Braxton, Tawanda Braxton, and my brother, Michael Braxton. But she's also responsible for developing our voices and managing our careers throughout their infancy. I'm delighted to introduce to some and reintroduce to others my favorite woman on this earth, my mama, Miss Evelyn Braxton. But y'all better call her Miss E. She'll pop (laughs) them. Well, what's happening, mama? Happy Mother's Day. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. Same to you, pretty girl. Happy Mother's Day. My thanks. You know, I almost missed out on Mother's Day, which is an extra birthday. <laughs> You're so Without silly. getting older, you get to get gifts and cards and celebrate it. I love it. I love it. And, and you know what? Another thing that I love about Mother's Day—we always made a big deal out of yes. Mother's Day. Yes, and you until did. I became a mother, did I understand why? You know, like I'd like to say, me and my sisters and my brother has had the most phenomenal mother on the planet. Mm-hmm. Thank you We so do. Much. We you have an amazing, it's true. We have an amazing mother. She's funny. Is I don't know what she's shady boots child. And I'm here for it. Um, shady boots. Put. Oh, mommy. A lot of people say that I am like the younger version of you.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh that's you so sweet. Well, yes, thank
0: yes. you. Did you tell them thank you? Always, always. Because okay. I think that I think that you're such a, not just a, amazing mother you you are a phenomenal person and like you've been like a mother to so many of us like outside of just you know your biological children. children but your That's right. your adopted children and the children all around the world from being you know a, a mother on television do you know that oh. you're like one of the most celebrated black mothers period don't me
1: oh do god that, right? i feel honored yeah i've heard but
0: you do know that yes of course of
1: thank course. you, thank you, thank
0: you so much so so I just wanted to I, I usually don't start like this, but I just wanted to say we really wanted to introduce you, my mama, Miss Evelyn. she do not like being called Evelyn. she don't like it okay she like Miss no, Evelyn no. okay <laughs> so right. under that's construction, right. you know i just I just feel like a lot of people only see you know certain sides of you, and I think we want to dive into what people don't see in a normalcy every day on this show okay
1: hey, I think that's. Great.
0: Okay, first I wanted to start off by saying a lot of people, I, I don't know how this has like gone over so many people's heads, but I think they think like Daddy was the only pastor in the house. Most people don't know we had a Daddy who was a pastor and a Mama who was a pastor at two different churches. Okay. Absolutely. You, Absolutely. Yes. Yes. We really grew up like that, and so I just wanted to know: did you did you ever feel any? pressure behind that or did you ever feel like you were like in dad's shadow because you both did the same thing no I think your dad it felt like he was in mine <laughs> I was I was drinking some Dr. Pepper and almost met my creator <laughs> what, now? what I'm supposed to do with that <laughs> what you, Nothing. Just just, what it.
1: just understand it. You know, sometime when there's two people and they're in the same profession wow. and uh one probably feel like the other are exceeding or what have you or especially wow. in the ministry that God is dealing with that one more than da 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 da. Yeah, there's a spiritual jealousy I think that take take place what God has for you is for you. Your gift is not my gift and my gift is not yours. So you work within your gift and let God use you.
0: So do you think that's how you handled your daughters with kind of sort of the same gift? Like all of us wanted to be singers at first, you know what I mean? And how do you have five? First of all, it's hard raising five girls. It's hard raising one. I have a boy, (laughs) but I can't imagine raising five, five girls with, five different totally personalities and they all want to do the same thing you know what I'm saying like yeah like, and none of us are jealous of each other which is the craziest mm-hmm. thing because most people think we have mm-hmm. a lot of sibling rivalry do you think that that's how you were able to instill those ki- t- kind of goals at well, attributes yeah. in us I think so, because I always, always told you guys what God has for you
1: is for you. Your gift is not Tony, Tony's gift is not yours, Trina, Tawana, Tracy, or Michael. It's who you are. So work within the calling and the gift that God has given you. And with that, you won't fail. But when you're trying to be someone else, you, you can't. You have to be right. who you are and I believe that totally believe that
0: I I agree with that I agree with that you know I think that is something for a lot of people to... It was, it's hard for some people to grasp that because I think, you know, coming from big families, they feel the pressure of being who their siblings or their parents or the family business is instead of just being themselves. You Absolutely. know what I'm saying? So That's let me right. ask you a question. What if, what if one of us didn't want to be in show business growing up? How would you have handled that? Well, I think that you need to be who you are and who you w-
1: want to be. Like Michael. Michael yeah. always wanted to be a nurse. So Michael guys. is, yeah, that, Michael um, does not like the show business. He yeah. loves being a nurse, you know, working with other people, being there and what have you, going to school. I mean, he is a professional student. Let's keep it real, yeah. <laughs>
0: but he loves what he's doing and I'm happy for him and I'm proud. So be who you are. Didn't I tell you she's a she is the head of the shady bunch? Like my brother has been in school since I was seventeen. He got so many degrees. I didn't know they were still giving out degrees. (laughs) I don't even know how many degrees he got. I don't know. (laughs) That is true. But I'm happy and I'm proud.
1: I'm proud to be his mother. I'm proud to be your mother. Uh, Trina, Tawanda, Tracy, Tony, I'm just proud because I think you guys
0: are the greatest. Yes, sometimes yeah, you, you act a fool, but I think Wait. you guys are wonderful. What? I'll not take that either, but thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Most families, that's what they do. Yeah, you know that's true. Yeah. Did you ever want to have a big family like the one that you have now? Absolutely not.
1: I I didn't think that because when your dad and I got married and I got pregnant, they told me that I will only have one or two kids at the most, and God blessed us with six. So I feel that everything was done in God's own divine order. Just because the doctor said so does not mean that's true, and we can see that because look at you, you here.
0: Oh, Lord, And I'm the youngest. <laughs> and
1: you're the youngest, six one.
0: Well, why do you think they told you that?
1: Well, because during that time, they didn't know a whole lot about female. I'm already I think I'm r age negative and Braxton is r age positive. and then the way I'm built, you know, and they just felt like I wouldn't be able to conceive Carrie, like I mean that many kids. Oh wow, right, right, right. I mean, I'm I'm built great now. I'm fine as a Georgia pine, but that's not what they were talking about.
0: (laughs) Okay, mama, you are. (laughs) So, uh, Lord, I can't. How am I have this interview? (laughs) Just you know me. Just just (laughs) relax and do your interview because you already know me because I feel. You know what I feel. I feel like I feel like I know you but th- I feel like there's some things that I, I don't know. I like I feel like there's a lot that I don't know, especially and when you never this. will, but it's okay. What your... Oh. Well, I was going to ask a couple things. Though. I well, was going to ask. ask, do Mm-mm. you think that coming from a big family made you basically prepare for a big family? You know what I mean? Because there's no way I could be raising 5 or 6 kids. It's just not how. Well, I don't think that
1: it prepared me because remember we, my sisters and I are the youngest. We're the, My yeah. brothers and my sisters were old enough to be my parents. So I grew up with my nieces and my nephews. So I didn't grow up basically with my older brothers and sisters and, and just a few and what have you. So no, and mom was just, just mom. You know, yeah. she was the greatest mother. I think, that God ever put on earth. So I had a good role model. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I had a great role model. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, I do. So with you coming from a big family and then you having one yourself and raising kids, what age do you think is the hardest? Do you think that's a difference between a male or female? Which age do you think is the hardest for a male and then a female?
1: Yes, it's it's a big difference between males and females. For God's sake, even when they're with them growing up, I think that it's difficult raising girls. Period. I don't care what anybody says.
0: Is it? Why you say that?
1: Because they're different. Their mindset is very different. I thought I was pretty easy.
0: What you mean?
1: (coughs) Anyway, the way their way (laughs) of doing things is different than a boy. From what that's my experience could be different with someone else. Michael was
0: easy as pie. Like Logan. No. Right.
1: (laughs) Right. But Michael, I mean, he did what he was supposed to do. Michael kept his room clean. Michael would do what he needed to do. And it it, it was just the way it is. Michael was supposed to be home 12 o'clock or 11 o'clock. Michael was home 11 o'clock it wasn't no yes. if and and buts about it that's just who he was but you know um sometimes with you guys i'm just keeping it real especially when you would go out with your girlfriends and what have you. have you something will happen to the car this and that oh,
0: okay we tried it you saying we tried it. yeah you it tried it y'all tried it <laughs> yeah, y'all tried it but that was all right So you think girls are different because they're mouthy or or is it their hormones all over the place? What do you think?
1: I think their hormones are over the place. But I think they also have a quieter spirit than a boy. Okay. I think that, okay, you can give like you guys. You guys would play with your tea sets and Mm -hmm. your dolls and this and that. and, And you was quiet. Yes. Okay. Whereas Michael, he was somewhat quiet, but um, when Craig, his friend, I knew Craig was in the room. As simple as that. Because they the were loud the with, playing with the trucks and this and that and blah, 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 and laughing. Then they would go outside and, you know, they did and played whatever. But you know, the girls they were a little
0: laid back. Well, you know, I think that girls are sassy and boys are just bad. They destroy your stuff. <laughs> oh my God, why? Yeah. yeah,
1: Michael. Why? Michael. Why nobody Michael
0: prepared me for that? <laughs> like I can't have nothing nice. I remember I used to have nice stuff. I don't have nothing nice. My chair's got three legs now. My end table got cracks in it. I, what? <laughs> Nobody told me that boys destroy your things.
1: Logan is oh all boy. That's what they used to say years ago. Oh, he's yeah. just all boy. You know what I mean? That that uh, type of thing. But remember, Michael took your dancing doll, the bannerina, took the motor out of the head, and then made a little small buffer <laughs> so he could buff the car. So that you know, they're very inquisitive, very much. Boys are so. bad.
0: I'm sorry, I got a boy. They're bad. I don't think
1: they're bad. They I, I,
0: Mommy, yes, they are. I don't like yes, using they that are. word
1: bad. They're okay, not so what would you bad. like?
0: What would you like to call it, Mama? Because it just—I don't tell Logan that to his face because I don't want him to live up to it, right? Yeah, but he's up living to up it. to it. He's living up to it. Without me saying, he's living up to it. Okay. He had snacks under the bed. You know what I'm saying? The like, girls he, done that too. He tears apart everything. He can't have a toy longer than 20 minutes. It's it's just like what happened? Because he want to see what makes it tick. He want to see what makes <laughs> it work.
1: Why is it doing that? I found out years ago that girls by nature are nurturing. Boys are just like a hunter. They do what they do. Yeah. And let them expand. Let them grow. It's all right. They'll 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 calm down just a little bit, maybe. But that's just the way it is.
0: I have accepted it for whatever it is. Yeah, accepted. accept so, it. Let it be who my is. Newest, my newest struggle is virtual learning. And although now that me and Logan's teacher, I feel like it's like my tightest homegirl because we got to keep in contact so my son will pass the second grade over the computer. What would you say to parents who struggle with virtual learning and like from home and barely have any time for themselves anymore because I had no time for myself. You call me but what you don't like my Logan's in school, so therefore I'm in school. We are both in school and I still have to work and hold down the fort. What would you say? You
1: have to sacrifice now for your children's future later. Come on. That's hey. just the way it is. Either you sacrifice now. And be there for the kids and give up and allow them to learn and be the best that they could be. Or you just ignore them and you're stuck with them for the rest of their lives because they didn't learn anything. Wow! So, th- so they're going to stay with you. How are they going to get a job? They can't because you got to read. You got to know one and one is two. So you either sacrifice now or you pay later. How about that? Make a choice.
0: Yeah, because you know you are an adult longer than you are a child. They're not. That's what I kept for a long I time. I kept trying
1: to tell you guys that you only you're only a child up until 18. Now I still don't, I don't understand that. Okay, you are uh, 17 years old that night. Tomorrow you're 18. Now, what really gets me, the parents think that this child grew into wisdom, knowledge overnight from 17 to 18. So now they know better. The kids don't know any better. They have to grow into wisdom, and parents need to stop, for God's sake. They really work on my nerves. You know, let that child mature. Let them grow. Be there for them. You're 18 now. You got to do this and you got to do that. And what? He was just 17 yesterday.
0: Yeah. Anybody home? Still a baby.
1: You know, so help him to develop. You know, teach him how to uh, develop. Because from the time he's 18, no going back. No going back. Sometimes you push your kids because you want a life. And sometimes parents think the children are in the way. How they're in the way. And if you don't teach those kids, they'll be 27, 28, 30 years old. Now, they really will be in the way. Because by then, they should have a life. By 25, they should have a life. Out of college. But if you don't teach them and show them, they're going to be right there with you. We have to shape our kids. We definitely have to. Shape. shape them. They'll be right there with you. And, this, and, that, and then you're really complaining.
0: We're speaking with my mom, Miss E, for this special Mother's Day edition of Under Construction. Stay with us. We're back into the blueprint talking with my mama, Miss Evelyn Braxton. So, mama, I'm, I'm going to ask you a question. You know, I'm just going to ask you to be honest for two minutes, okay? Because I know I this is. I thought I was. But okay, super honest, ahead, baby. super baby. Because this is a big super part of who you are. Now, everybody knows that no mama, and I'm going to put it out there just like this because this is how it is. Nobody's mama can cook better than my mama. Period. Try it. You won't. Period. She can make anything. Anything, everything. And she taught all of us, well, some of us. And I just wanted to know See? from you, who do you think? The Mm -mm. best Mm -mm. Mm cookies, besides me. Mm -mm. No, besides me.
1: I think all of you have your specialty. Every last one of you have your specialty. And I'm telling you, I enjoy all of it. Every one of you cooking. Oh, my God. Incredible. Look Mm -hmm. at God.
0: No, that is, uh, that is such a cop-out, Mama. No, now, nah, that's not No, Tr- that's not a cop-out. I, I've always yeah, said yeah. that. But that's not a fact. It's not it's a, a fact. fact. Trina can't cook. Tawana can only what? cook chicken. I ain't had her what? chicken in 20 years. I don't need to eat chicken no more. And Tony, everybody knows she make bite-sized vittles. I, I, come on. Only people that can really cook is me and Tracy, okay? Tracy is your sister, earthly, reincarnated in the kitchen, period, Okay? And I am the sous chef to that. That means I can cook too. So I mean, it's really me and Tracy. That's it. That's it.
1: All right. But it's then. okay to
0: say. You ain't think about it like that. You ain't think that Tracy cooked like Earthly, huh? I
1: know. I know Tracy. Tracy is an excellent cook. I know that. And so, are and you, so, so is. It depends no. <laughs> on the <laughs> recipe. <laughs>
0: Why you just won't say, Mama? Because you've been trying to get me to say that for years. Because it's just at at some point you just gotta be honest with people. You know what I'm saying? Like, what else? What have you had of Tawanda's that was delicious besides fried chicken? What else? All of it. Her fish. I ain't never had it. See, but I have. But you had chicken and fish. Don't make you a good cook.
1: No, it's not only um, with that, but her string beans is incredible too. <laughs> <laughs> She's a great cook. All of them. All of you.
0: Oh, God, that almost took me out of here.
1: I'm really serious. All of you have your own specialty. Now, you're not going to get me to say, well, did you did it. You? you know I don't okay, do that.
0: I'm going to let yeah, it go. Let that go. I don't do that. Go. I let it go. Okay. okay. But we're going to get back to you and your cooking and how good Yeah, get you back cook. to me.
1: Yeah. Yes. And me.
0: how how cooking has like turned into your ministry. Can you tell us a little bit about that and how, how the two has married each other, your cooking and your ministry?
1: Well, for one, one thing, uh, food is life. Food gives life. We are alive. Okay. And so... I can, it's like the spaghetti that I fixed, uh, what, a couple of weeks ago. The spaghetti, that's the parents, okay? And when the spaghetti boils, it sticks together. The mom and the dad, they supposed to be together, okay? In raising and Doing things and being an example. And then when you put the sauce in, that's the children. Gathering around you, surrounding you, loving you, enhancing your life. Look at God.
0: And so God,
1: well, the spices, that's God. That's God holding everything together. That's God putting everything in that needs to be in. That's God. Because, listen, without spices, you're not going to eat it. It's bland. Well, very bland. Without God, you're really not going to make it.
0: Come on, somebody.
1: (laughs) because he's the air that you breathe the water that you drink and the blood that's running warm in your veins he's the one that gives that to give life you can have that spaghetti but if it doesn't have all of these season and the spices and the power that's in it it doesn't have life so what you're going to do you're going to throw it away because you can't eat it it's no good So you have to keep God in there. You have to put the spices in there. You have to put the pepper pepper in there so God can show you. Listen, you have to keep some pepper in your relationship. You have to keep some spices, or to die. You gotta put some salt in there. God is the salt. For the flavor. For the flavor. Mm -hmm. And not only, not and a keeping power. Years ago, you don't know anything about this. I really don't either. But I heard my daddy talk about it. (laughs) They used to kill, uh, what, hogs and all of that. And they had um, a salt house where they would salt this stuff down saw everything that and then put it in my dad I can't remember um the details word for word and then put it in this like smokehouse mm-hmm. and they could eat off of that for years even though even though there were critters that took over it but they would cut that off and it was still good. So even though The world tried to destroy you and stop you. But you cut that off and you got to keep going. Why? Because God is the keeping power. And that's how I see it. Okay. God is life. He's the one that gives life. He's in everything you do. Right, Even a flower that grows, God is in that. Yeah, Because everything have its own way of surviving. Even with the hot dog.
0: Well, how he in the hot dog?
1: I'll tell you right now. I was looking at a show one day. Apparently they were out working or what have you. She came home first. Then he came in. But let me tell you what she did. She saw she the did. dog. Hi, Spot. I'm just using Spot because I can't remember the dog's name. Hi, Spot. How are you? How was your day? How was your day? How was your day? Man walked in. Nobody said nothing. Nobody asked him how his day went. Nothing. So busy kissing on the dog. Now, there's nothing wrong with loving your animal, animals because you know I had a dog. Let's keep it real. So, what I did, I took a hot dog and I made a batter and laid it out and I cooked <laughs> you this girl want to holler, but I don't care. <laughs> I turned it over and I browned it. Kind of well, not brown but cooked on both sides. Then I pulled this hot dog okay mm-hmm. I laid this hot dog on this little I call, I call it a little pancake I made very thin. I put if you want to, I put onions in it, I put uh, cheese and if you want to, you can put chili chili in it whatever you want. So what I did after I put the hot dog, on top of the cheese, I begin to wrap it and wrap it and wrap it and wrap it. Because a lot of times we are in relationship and we'll shifts and we're looking for validation, but you're not gonna get it from that partner. So therefore you have to love yourself. You have to become that rap dog. And each time you rap that you like hugging yourself, hugging yourself, giving yourself validation, thanking God for you. Because sometimes your spouse's not gonna give it to you. Then what? So I call it the rap dog. Wrap yourself, love yourself, validate yourself. There's no one greater than you except God, for God's sakes. And if you don't love yourself, and you're sitting and waiting for validation for somebody else, you'll just fall apart. And they're not worth that. What you're doing, you're giving
0: them too much power over you. You keep your own power. How about that? So, is this what you'll be sharing in, in your new cooking series that you? This out? is
1: exactly what I share. You know. Mm-hmm man felt bad and women too not just men but I just happened to see that for God's the
0: sake story. Yeah. Yeah. the story so you tell stories
1: through food you know that through food but okay wow. it's an interview through food yeah, absolutely <laughs> and when God <laughs> and when God give me a thought I run with it I'm like yeah. look at God
0: well alright Well, how do you think you can decipher the word of God from your own thoughts, though?
1: Well, for one thing, I believe that everything is done in God's own divine order. And if it's my own thoughts, Evelyn may fail you. Evelyn just may do things her way. But I think that when you put God first, you know it's God. Yeah. You know it's God. I mean, who knows the mind of God? But when you hear it all the time, you be yeah. it becomes a part of you, and you becomes a part of it, and you know where your strength lies. Then that is J O B. Well, it's my J O B to know yeah. that my Redeemer, my Redeemer, to know who I am, and I'm not letting it go. I don't care who believe it. I don't care. Who does not at all believe it? I know. And since I know, I don't have to prove a thing. Now you know the rest of
0: the story. Any other questions? I do have. Go ahead, because I got you. I want to know, as well as the listeners, where we can get this ministry, this food ministry. Where can we find it? Where can we see it?
1: Thank God for Jesus I will be with Lauren Grace Media. Who's that? That's the people that I signed with that I'm going to have a cooking show with.
0: So we you not having the episodes on Instagram anymore?
1: No, but I'm excited. I'm very, very excited about it. I'm thrilled about it because they was looking one day and they saw. And they like, oh my God, they realized that I had a story to tell and they loved what I was doing. And so it was just a thrill just to talk to them, just to hear what they had to say and just to know that they felt that what I was doing was important and uh, it was more than cooking but it was reaching the people it was reaching the souls it was reaching the minds and so on and so forth and so they just really they really appreciated it and so here i am
0: great so your your cooking show will be you cooking and giving giving advice. life stories and advice right. that's amazing
1: absolutely absolutely that's amazing.
0: Because, Because, I mean, you could already cook. And you already is a really, you're an amazing storyteller. And everybody loves to sit around and listen to your stories.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Because life begets life. Food is life. Because if you don't eat, you die.
0: Facts. So when are you going to start shooting shooting this? Because we need to see this.
1: Well, you will. You will. You will. Um, We're getting ready to do a release.
0: Well, Mom, I'm so proud of you, and I look forward to your series, and I look forward to tuning in. And uh, now that you're not a mother uh, on the Braxtons, now you're a mother in the kitchen, and I'll take that.
1: Look at God. Both
0: of them we love. But well, thank we
1: love you me. so much, Tamar. I'm so proud of you. I think you're doing a phenomenal job. Phenomenal. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I, I see you're heading reconstruction. Under construction. Under construction. Well, same thing, but under. Under sounds good <laughs> to me. And so, um, I think that um, I think you're about a good work. I think you're helping others. That feels like, oh, what do I do and how do I do it? And you just bounce back, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful you, my in mama. my
0: sight. Yeah. Thank you, mama. It's all about healing out loud. The same thing you're doing, but you're doing through food. Healing Absol- through food.
1: I'm um, healing through food. And so, like I said, I was I was thrilled to um, collaborate um, with Lauren Grace Media on my new lifestyle television show, Cooking Period. with Miss E.
0: Yes. How about that? Won't that? so do it?
1: Mm-hmm. Yes,
0: everybody. It's Evelyn Braxton, my mama. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs> well thank Cooking you so the- and you too happy happy mother's day to you too Look, I know this episode was a little bit different, y'all, but you know when your mama's the guest, there's no telling what's going to be said and how the interview is going to go. But, y'all, that's my mama, and I love her. I'm so proud of all the amazing things she continues to do to bring joy, love, and hope to others. And, y'all, look, be sure to follow my mama on Instagram to learn more about her new cooking series. And I know there's got to be a book to follow suit. so stay tuned for that as well. Now... If you didn't take heed to my advice about early shopping for Mother's Day, guess what? Your girl's got you covered. Hit your girl up on Cameo.com slash Tamar Braxton and request a special message to your mom, your wife, your baby mama, grandma, whoever the special woman in your life. Look, your girl Tay Tay is here to make her day extra special. So hit me up. Again, it's cameo.com slash Tamar Braxton. Well, everybody, that's our show for today. You want to hit me up with a question or comment about the show? You can email me at ucwithtamar at gmail.com. That's the letters ucwithtamar with Tamar at gmail.com. And if no one else tells you, remember, I love you. And I mean it. Because we're all under construction together. Bye. Under Construction is a production of Mo Sauce, a stitcher brand. It's produced by Angel Lovitz. Our recording engineer and sound designer is Rashad Smith. Music provided by Radio and Audio Everywhere Company. More sauce.